Generations of New Mexicans loved the Dodgers and understood the role Vin Scully played in their love of the Dodgers. 1017 The Team was fortunate to have Vin Scully's voice calling these Dodger games for many years. Hi, this is Vin Scully. You're listening to Albuquerque's Home for the Dodgers, ESPN Radio 1017 The Team. A gift that kept giving. Austin Slater hits a comebacker. This will do it. David grabs it, underhand toss. And the ball game is over. Dodger fans everywhere suffered a loss tonight, but on the field, the Dodgers win. Tim, they're just putting up on the board is Larry Barrett, the executive vice president, telling us that out of respect for the Dodgers in the game, they were not going to put up on the board the passing of Vince Scully until right now. The Dodger players have stopped. The umpires have stopped leaving the field. They are on the field and watching and listening to the announcement. And people are not really filing out of the stadium either. They're stopping and taking photos. As Vince Scully's photo of him in the uh, Dodger Stadium broadcast booth. And it just says Vince Scully 1927 to 2022. And the applause is for Vince Scully in San Francisco. People removing their caps, doffing them toward the, the scoreboard, the photo of Vin. Welcome back to Team Talk, and we're celebrating the career of Vince Scully. Uh, we've been reading uh, all afternoon the message that Brad Sham, uh, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys um, put out last night. It said how folks feel about different sportscasters is totally subjective, except in the case of Vince Scully, the greatest of all time, and nobody was number two, three, or four. And as a gentleman, as as much as he was a storyteller, one of a kind, rest in peace, Vin. And joining us now is Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys. He's in Oxnard, California, covering the Cowboys now. Thank you so much for your time, Brad. Um, talk to us about uh, Vin Scully, if you would, please. Best ever. Best ever in in any sport. Um, I, I told some folks today my opinion of Vin has always been if you make a list of the greatest sportscasters uh, in any sport and any medium, then is one through 15. And 16 through 24 is blank, <laughs> and everybody else who ever did it starts fighting for 25. Well, I mean, we... he, just, he, was, he was just non-pareal. And the best part really is that for any of us who ever met him, and I was fortunate enough to do that a couple of times and spend a little time with him, um, he was exactly the same way as a person. He was real. He was what you got. And um, he, was a, he was a gift to every sports fan in America. You know, everybody in your business, like, you know, you see something like that, you kind of want to bottle it, but it's impossible. What were, uh, in your opinion, Vince Scully's greatest strengths as a broadcaster, uh, Brad? Well, he's, all of us who do this for any period of time have a uh, passion for it. Then was gifted with a really remarkable use of the language. And the fact that he was such a graceful man and so genuinely nice 
came through. So he was very knowledgeable about the game. He was he was relatable because of his personality, um, and and he was real. He wasn't phony. You can't do it for sixty seven years with one team like he did, and and people not know who you are. But even the people who only saw him when he did the World Series or um, a golf event or something like that could tell. I mean, that's just who he was. Those are God given gifts, and you know, he's obviously very smart. But it was his. Uh, it was his uh, human capacity, his love of people that I think just set him apart. And you've, um, you know, I saw you speak at the New Mexico Broadcasters Association about 10 or 12 years ago, Brad. You've come a couple of different times. Uh, and you, you do a, a, you know, a presentation where you talk about how, you know, the business of broadcasting and how, you know, uh, hard work, uh, you know, your phrase, I'll outwork you, um, was part of it. But, but even back then, when you were talking about, uh, broadcasting generically to a, a bunch of people here in New Mexico, uh, Vince Scully was incorporated into your, uh, your presentation, Brad. Well, he, I mean, he's the best, as I said, I think he's the best that ever was. And and so I, I think that it's important, though, for young broadcasters to not try to be him. There's not going to be another Ben Scully. There was one. And his ability to tell a story without letting the game suffer uh, was, was a singular uh, talent, and it set him apart. So you can... I think you can certainly learn from listening to the relatability and the friendliness, and but you can't try to be like Vin Scully. You couldn't try to be like John Madden. There's some of those guys. Or there's only one of them, and you only hurt yourself if you try to be like them. We're talking to Brad Sham here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7. The team, he is the voice of the Cowboys. He's in Oxnard for Cowboys training camp. But, of course, today we're talking about the life of Vince Scully. And, Brad, we've played a handful of highlights today from over the years and decades that Vin was a part of. And, and one of the commonalities in there is knowing exactly when to stop talking and let the ambiance take over and knowing exactly when to start back up again. The art of that, of knowing when to lay out. From your perspective, just talk a little bit about that and, and, and how and why Vin was so good at that. Well, it's a lost art. And um, the, I, I, don't, I, wish, I wish more television guys would do that, who have a picture Vin did more television than radio at the end of his career, the last 10 years or so. But he, he did an awful lot of radio for a very long time. And what you're talking about is what he was able to do on the radio. He knew when the sound, the natural sound, would paint the picture. Very few uh, ever could understand that. A lot of guys in our business are in a hurry to... Uh, say more words and have their voice heard. And on television especially, there are times when it's much more appropriate to just shut your yap and let the picture tell the story and then had the genius of knowing when on radio it was time to just, he had set the moment, he described the action, the crowd reaction now paints its own picture, and uh, that was a rare gift. 
Well, as you talk about doing TV, I don't know that, you know, even in our business, I don't know that enough of us appreciate how much different it is to call a game on the radio or versus calling a game on TV. But there haven't been many, if any, Brad, that were able to do it as seamlessly as Vince Scully, just going off of what you were just talking about. No, there there are a few. You know, I think I think Jack Buck did it pretty well. I think Joe Buck has done it very well. Um, yeah, but the, the, we've raised uh, one or two generations of sportscasters who um, think they're getting paid by the word, whether they're <laughs> on radio or television, and it's just uh, it's just not the case. And um, that's why I, I personally I, I think that even the very best. Uh, television sportscasters talk more than I would like them to. Some of them are my very good friends, um, and, but I think I think the picture should tell the story on television. Uh, but but a whole generation has been raised not like that, so it's kind of like wishing you could have four starting pitchers and the guy who gets the ball, his job is to go nine. We that that horse is out of the barn. Uh, Brad, thank you so much. Um, I would, uh, if you just got another second, I mean, you're in Oxnard. Uh, Sam and I saw you in Frisco, Texas a couple of months ago. We really enjoyed uh, seeing you and Babe and Christy Scales again. And um, Yeah, we just, enjoyed having you guys there. You very well. You know, it was it was a nice, nice group of affiliates mm-hmm. that were there, Brad, um, that all, all have an appreciation uh, for for what you guys are doing. Uh, any observations? I know, you know, you 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 don't like to talk about this kind of stuff this early and all this kind of stuff, but just observations from what you've seen out there in Oxnard. Well, I, I haven't seen much that I, uh, is so far. I mean, they've only had, uh, what's today, Wednesday? They've had uh, two padded practices. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I think we kind of knew some things, those of us who were there uh, throughout the spring in OTAs and minicamp and saw them. But there are some things that we will see now that linemen are in pads. I mean, they're all in pads, but you, you see more about the linemen. But kickers weren't really doing anything. These two kickers are trying to find their footing. Neither one really has yet. I think some of the linemen, um, they, they seem to kind of like the young tackle ball, who looks right now like he's going to be their swing tackle. And he's had some good moments and some uh, a little shaky. So we need to see a lot more of him. Um, that's really kind of the case with most of the linemen. Uh, It looks to me like they've got um, maybe a little better depth across the board in the defensive line. They have, you know, a couple of outstanding players, Demarcus Lawrence and Micah Parsons when he lines up on the line. Um, But but we'll we'll see the practice in Denver next week and the two against the Chargers in Costa Mesa a week after next uh, will tell us a lot. Because preseason games, you won't see hardly any, I don't think, of the players that you'll see starting in September. So these practices are really important. And uh, obviously they've got some receivers down right now. They've got to, they've got to uh, get the young players up to speed. And there's some good things to like out there. I kind of like the safety group, kind of like the whole secondary a little bit. So it's, it's it's somewhat promising, and it's very early. We'll we'll know more, and that is the case with James Washington, who got hurt. I told I told a friend of mine many years ago the reason we come to training camp is to find out who gets hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Some, someone's gonna, and James Washington has, and 
Hopefully there won't be too many more. Well, Brad, just uh, really quickly before we let you go, just talking about the, the line play, just any early observations, any any talk so far about Tyler Smith? Going to be a lot of attention, of course, on him this year, being put into a big spot on the offensive line, the first-round pick, going to be asked to do a lot right away. What have been some of the early impressions from Tyler Smith? Positive. He's very strong. He's uh, quick. He seems to be uh, very bright and uh, willing to learn. I mean, the biggest knock on him was the fact that he led the league in penalties, uh, but the Cowboys led their league in penalties. So <laughs> they, they've, they've got to um, improve his technique, and time is going to do that. Um, he's getting most of his work at left guard. Um, for all I know, he might be the swing tackle. He might be a guy that they swing out to play tackle if, uh, if a tackle gets hurt. Uh, but he hasn't had that much work at tackle in camp. They're trying to settle him in at guard. And I would say that the early returns are positive. He's He looks pretty good, and that is the guy who's going to play in the preseason games, and I'm looking forward to seeing that. All right, Brad. Well, you saw the analytics they had up there in Frisco about all the, the Cowboy fans here in New Mexico. You already knew that, and uh, we're looking forward to another great season. Thank you so much for joining us here on Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017, the team, Brad. You're so welcome. Always love to be with you guys, and we love the fans in New Mexico. You got it. All right. That's Brad Sham, voice of the Dallas Cowboys here, giving us his thoughts on the passing of Vince Scully. All right, Sam. Like I said, uh, good hustle to you. Uh, you you got a lot done and, and ready to go here at 4 o'clock. It's time to step aside, uh, and then we're going to go to the lab, and Adam Deal and Andy Hageman will be bringing you a United, uh, a full-hour pregame, and then, of course, United at 7 o'clock against Sac Republic. Still tickets available. Expect a great crowd, uh, not only tonight, but uh, Saturday. I think it's going to be really potentially uh, off the chains My out there. Miami FC. Uh, yeah, people people love uh, to come, keep coming back out for those United games. All right, Sam, thanks again. Good job to you. We'll you be back well. uh, tomorrow right here on Team Talk. It's ESPN Radio 1017, the team. Thanks for listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio 1017, the team. 1017, the team is your home for New Mexico United, the Dallas Cowboys, LA Dodgers, and much more. ESPN Radio 1017 The Team, your New Mexico owned and operated station. So this is Vin Scully wishing you a very pleasant good afternoon wherever you may be.